0: Team Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in
1: every single Tuesday.
0: This is a whole hour is about our team athletes. <laughs> Woo! All those people and businesses that support those teen athletes, I'm so happy when we have a teen in the house. You know, it's so hard to get a teen in the house when it's summertime, but summertime's almost over. We got the best catcher in Santa Barbara, in my opinion, because I, you know, I favor him. Sam, you know I love you. Oh, yeah. You Santa Barbara I High better love you this year. I love you so much. How you doing? You have a nice summer?
2: I am. Yeah? I just got back from going up to a waterfall today. Oh, Nice. We're Where's that at? Big hike. Up in a, a ranch up old San Marcos Pass. Fun. Yeah. Is there a
0: name to this waterfall?
2: Bjorkland Ranch. Bjorkland. Bur- Bur-
0: Bjorkland Ranch. Yeah. Nice. Must be Swedish. Bjorkland. You didn't pass Like no <laughs> trespassing sites or anything like that, right? Oh,
2: we did, but uh, we got let in.
0: Uh, oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> you got the pass. Are you saying like you that. know somebody? Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, well, yeah. He's Sam. Yeah. Sam Russell. I love that guy. Yeah, uh, that's what. Or he'll throw a ninety mile an hour fastball, right? Well, down. I don't know. He wants to go to pitcher, and I'm like, don't do the pitching. <laughs> Just do, the, stay with the catching. <laughs> so school's starting up here. What day's today? I don't even know what day I'm lost. Thirteenth, thirteenth. When's school start?
2: Twenty first.
1: Twenty
0: one. All right. And is your so is your is yeah. Santa Barbara High's um, stadium done?
2: Not yet. Not no. yet. They're so. saying that it's seventy five percent done around there. Really.
0: Nice. 75%? Mm-hmm. Nice. Around
2: there.
0: Very nice. Around there. So by football season, maybe?
2: Possibly. Yeah. They said that last year's class was supposed to graduate there, so right.
0: oh, but that yeah. wasn't
2: even close. Yeah. So. i got to
0: go check. Is it amazing? Have you been out there?
2: It's just a big hole right now. That's oh, about it. Oh, big hole. <laughs> big, it's a big you know, hole. It's a big hole.
3: I've Look been back. hearing that it's been a big hole for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. And, and y- you know, uh, up north in North County, I think it's uh, Lompoc and or San Luis Obispo, the yeah. high school up there, they're doing the same thing. Yeah, well, yeah. And all it is is... A big hole.
0: Oh, yeah, it takes a while. Well, it does. Know, I don't know. We well, do you need? Another round it? of fundraising. Just What's a, a don? Always oh, a dot? All you need hey, is you flat go, surface and dons. grow grass. That's all you need to do. You dons need to like. <laughs> you need to help uh, yeah. and and salute the stadium. That's right. So it's going to be a beautiful. Now get stadium. in there
3: and help. It is. Grab right. a shovel.
0: Um... Next in the house, we haven't seen this woman in a little bit of time. She's been well. She's stunning. I don't even know you. I, I looked around for her, but it is it is Terry Cooper's in the house. Marriage and family therapist. Woo.
4: How you doing, Terry?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the mic is that far away from you. But I'm going to give you your own mic here. How you doing? No, I'm doing great.
1: You look great. Thank you. Okay, it's going to tell I, you I what I wish all of you is. could see me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Get closer to the mic. Will there you please? go.
1: I'm going to scan the mic with my. That's face. it right you there. There it. you go. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, I'm doing really well. I'm happy and healthy, eating well, living well, enjoying beautiful Santa Barbara. Uh. And nice to be back
0: Yeah. So you share, you're share. going to share Because you like You've melted You don't want to share We always have to share On the show It's a sharing show Giving while living You know it's kind of like I What li- would you like me To share about uh, Well so ta- You look great Thank I you it, but Thank Performance you. coach What have you done
1: Oh oh No it's Weight Watchers it, <laughs> okay. I, I really think It works well for me And it has me Actually liking vegetables Which I never thought Would happen in this lifetime mm. <laughs> I actually crave them Which is so bizarre yeah. And uh, What's your different. favorite vegetable um, surprisingly enough, Brussels sprouts. Oh, I like Brussels sprouts. Gelson's has these Brussels sprouts. You need to be alone with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! We have, we wait have a minute, people wait a minute. in the house because you, you're gonna make you're gonna make faces that you shouldn't want people the to see
0: that's that was
5: that, funny. Minute, now this and that show
0: fell out of the chair <laughs> that was so freaking funny and now
5: this show it can only be run at uh, 3 a.m Monday morning yeah. we can't
1: run it any yeah. other time
0: oh, that so, like, that's so funny
1: well it's just the faces you make when you taste it okay? <laughs> you're gonna look silly so you need to be alone are <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you people with dirty dirty little minds I am on a teen sports show that's I'm Right My thoughts are pure.
0: Yeah. What What are you uh, going to talk to us about later on today?
1: I'm going to talk to you about since our theme is is disasters and what to do during them and a uh, little bit after them. Then uh, what I'm going to be talking about is the symptoms, psychological symptoms, Brilliant. and the stages we go through after uh, a trauma. Nice. And what the symptoms to recognize, and the kind of uh, therapy that's helpful to recover from trauma. Wow. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yay! so time. what is with I I th- feel like I'm at a restaurant and and I need the waiter to put something under the mic. It's like it's so it's lopsided, honey. It's wobbly. Mm-hmm. It's a wobbly mic. Okay. All right. Uh, got it? Yes, okay, I, I've so taken up enough time well, with we'll it.
0: Get, maybe we will get serenaded here because we've got
1: oh, my guy go. is back
0: and he's being a regular and makes me really happy. Instead of food, he bought music. Richard oh, Ellsworth is in the house week I because you, you, you're 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 um, inspiring me I don't know the universe is is hearing you apparently or, or the show or whatnot because I got a great phone call today and we're gonna have a, a surprise guest we'll call her for next week Emily is her name and she is a, a ukulele and piano teacher and I told her all about you because she knows what I do and uh, she can't wait to meet you and she does all kinds of stuff with vibration vibration therapy Fantastic. and this, she is just uh, like a little snapper. Let me tell you, she's a <laughs> happy person. Uh, I mean, I was late for two appointments because of her. <laughs> so
1: wow. I couldn't
0: stop talking. And um, the sourdough Bread lady, uh, ours Victoria... Found her on a train. True story. Alice Victoria. No, sourdough bread lady. Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. yeah. So they met on a train, and she loved her so much. She invited her to her house.
3: <laughs> wow. She
0: says, I want you to be my friend. Isn't wow. that Adorable. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I. Says, oh, now I want you to meet another
1: friend. Well, you know what Fantastic. she does. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So this bread lady. Mm-hmm. She takes the bread. <laughs> she cuts it in tiny little pieces, and then she leaves a trail. <laughs> <laughs> and then when people follow it by the Time they found her, they're too embarrassed to say they were f- following mm-hmm. <laughs> the trail, and that's how she starts a conversation. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love that story, I'm that so is excellent. It's the truth, that's yeah. Right. yeah. I, I'm a therapist, I wouldn't lie. <laughs> you, that's
0: right, she was <laughs> very lie.
1: successful. <laughs>
0: that's right. Three weeks out now, I heard. Okay, all right, yeah. talk to me about this. That this is a fiddle. Violin yeah, the,
5: the same instrument Violin okay. and a fiddle are, are the same It's just the style In, with it, in which it's played um, I play classical And also traditional Irish Nice yeah. um, okay. And I will do my best To tie it in with a theme And talk about how music Specifically this instrument Compared to other instruments Can help tremendously With um, stress relief And, and emotional health
0: Oh I love it This okay. is Dominica We might even not need you today Okay Because we got Ed Langlo Ed yeah. Woo, woo! Yeah. He's in the house I'm going to swing a mic over to you, big boom! How are you
2: doing? So, Thank you, Erica.
0: So what are you going to talk about today?
2: If Only I'd Known This Morning is going to be the topic of the advantages of being young.
0: Ooh, love it.
1: All right. So we're going to start off you with trying Eric. to depress all of us? Well,
2: I was giving it some serious <laughs> thought. Maybe I could, uh,
1: Except for the youngins you over there.
2: Take a, you'll pass a, a plate around to raise some funds to buy me a drink at a bar down the street.
1: <laughs> so that you will pretend so you're I'll 21 you again. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, I brought in uh, in the house in the quiet room. We have uh, resting nicely Eric McCurdy. He's with the Red Cross. He's going to talk about some disaster preparation. We'll be back with more after these messages. (laughs) are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salt the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. I'm super, super excited. Red Cross is in the house. Put your hands together. Eric McCurdy. Eric, I talked to your boss, Joe. I I don't know if he's uh, in that slot forever. He should be. He, He doesn't seem to... I think he said he was it's a temporary position or something like that. I says, no way. I said, you need to stay on forever. I love this guy. He is, he is so Red Cross to me. Red Cross to me, I wouldn't be able to, I think I would be afraid of the water because they taught me how to swim in the summer of 66 so there you go. And the Long Island Sound. I loved it. I was like so happy. And anytime you see a disaster, anytime you you look around, we always see you know, the Red Cross is present. So anything that we could do for you guys, we're here for you. How'd you get involved with the Red Cross, Eric?
3: Um, Actually, I got involved a long time ago when my now 31-year-old son was still in a a high chair and he choked on a uh, hot dog. Mm. And I was a lifeguard growing up. My wife decided that I had to renew all my skills. It was my job. And so I went and took a CPR class and got solicited to become an instructor. And then I've stayed ever since. I'm just almost 30 years with the Red Cross now.
0: Awesome,
4: Dominique. So, uh, your uh, specialty at the Red Cross—what's uh, your main thing that you do?
3: Well, I started out in what we call health and safety—that's the CPR, first aid area. But now, I my focus is definitely disaster response and preparedness.
4: Ah, that's huge. You must have had quite an experience with what we went through in 2018.
3: It, it doesn't—it didn't end in 2018. Yes. Ah, <laughs> you know. that's
4: what we're hearing.
3: Because we respond to things, you know, large and small. The last large thing, of course, was the uh, Thomas fire. But um, I was part of a house fire response um, just a couple Saturdays ago. So we respond to things all the time.
4: Wow, I didn't realize that. I kept thinking it would just be a major event.
1: No, they're they're all... (laughs) So I have a question for you, Eric. Um, You've been doing this a very long time, over 30 years, and you're involved in disaster after fire, after different kinds of events. Do you get burned out, or how does the Red Cross deal with the people who are the first responders in terms of their psychological well-being?
3: The Red Cross has many, many specialties, and one of them is is a certified specialty, and, and they're mental health professionals, and they're vol- volunteers with the Red Cross, and they are available both to assist the clients, but also the uh, volunteers, the staff, and. So we have mental health support all through a response. And uh, we often do uh, an exit interview with uh, mental health professionals.
1: When you say we, are you speaking about yourself as a caregiver, a first responder, or as a responder? Yes. You're not speaking about the clients, because I know there are therapists always involved. I work the fires, but I'm talking about you guys.
3: Yes, so the same... Professionals that are there assisting the clients do assist both the volunteer and paid staff within the Red Cross. Yes.
4: yes. That's awesome. So, as a community, what can we do to help prepare for disasters?
3: Well, the message today is that there are some times when um, you need to prepare for yourself because the unfortunate reality is most people's preparedness plan is 911. And there are times when that's not going to work. An example would be a major earthquake. Um, You'll be one of of many, many people needing assistance. And so we the Red Cross has always um, suggested that people take time to prepare personally so that they can maintain without the professional support. Um, And it's a very... um, very difficult subject to go into and on a radio show like this so i'm going to give you a, a website which is pretty easy to remember redcross.org. smash it together just redcross with no dot no space.org and preparedness information is available on our website and it gives you um, all the information i'm going to talk about today and and much much more because i'm not only going to be able to scratch the surface on that subject
4: that's awesome really really helpful yeah.
3: But we do um, uh, suggest that people get a disaster kit together and, um, and then that they, uh, they make a plan and stay informed. And those three steps are described in much greater detail. For example, you know, what is a disaster kit? What should be in it? Things like food and water and, and uh, medicine and so on, but also some basic tools that you would want, flashlights, um, no candles. Um, we definitely uh, discourage candles um, for obvious reasons. If there's uh, no power and no way to call 911, you don't want to start your house on fire if you're there. Um, and so... Hadn't like I thought said, about that. <laughs> so like I said, all of the, um, the steps and so on are, are covered in greater detail on our website.
4: Awesome, I, you know. Usually, when I think about disaster preparedness, I think, well, I've got some dried beans in the cabinet, but I can never really figure out how to deal with the water. What do you? What's the recommendation on how we deal with water?
3: Well, let me go back to the dried beans because an example is if there's a. Uh, um Um, some an earthquake you probably don't have power so you along with your dried beans and your canned food and so on you need to have a hand crank can opener things like that those are the things that are are listed on our um, list of things for the disaster preparedness kit water we suggest one gallon per person per day and that seems like a lot but the other thing is to consider who's in the house You know, don't buy five-gallon containers if you have someone who's elderly in the house or someone who's very young. They won't be able to get at the water because it's too uh, big of a... and too heavy for them. So... Where do you
4: recommend people keep the gallons of water? Yeah.
3: Well, actually, you can keep it in many places. I mean... You want to have it at, in your car, as a matter of fact, because if you're halfway home and you end up having to walk home, you're going to want to have some of these supplies in the car. But um, you can keep them in multiple places in the house. You can gather your your um, emergency kit in one place and keep everything together. Um, it's, it's what really makes sense for you. It should be personalized. Your disaster kit may not be the same as mine, my six year old grandson is in the house now. Our needs changed because of that reality. Whereas, you know, so we have things in our disaster kit now that we didn't have just two months ago. So if you have medical needs, that's different. If anyone has access and functional needs, that's totally different as well.
1: That makes a lot of sense. I was in the Northridge earthquake, and my place was collapsed and destroyed. And my car, the building came down on my car. So if I had just had those supplies in my car, I would have been out of luck. And so now what I do is I keep a duplicate set in more than one place in the car in the house and I also remember going to the pharmacy and there were long lines of people the computers were down Mm -hmm. and people were desperate to get their medicine Uh, and also animal supplies you know extra pet food leashes you run out of the house with your animal and there's no leash and they're panicked when it starts to to rumble again And so that's another thing that I noticed. And when you said, uh, Eric, about um, when there's a real disaster, you may not be able to rely on uh, the Red Cross or 911. We had a person who was really, really traumatized laying on the floor. She was uh, physically handicapped. And the police came by and they yelled out the window, anybody dead there? (laughs) <laughs> and we they we said no, and we said but we have this really sick lady. No, only dead people because it was oh, it was almost a seven point earthquake, and they seriously were looking for identifying that immediately. Mm -hmm. And so there was this real sobering reality that we were on our own. We had a tremendous gas leak and my neighbor came running across the street. She said, you must turn off your gas. It was wide open. That whole building could have gone. So that's the other thing. This is a real world experience of exactly what you're saying.
3: Right. And those are the sorts of things that are on the website. They go into And you described the police officer... Coming by, uh, that's referred to as triage. They must um, react to the absolutely most uh, critical things first. And those of us who are lucky enough to not be injured yeah. are not high on on their list for assistance. Absolutely. Another reason to suggest having the kit. And and I didn't mean to store the kit in your car. I meant to have <laughs> a, a kit in both places, the oh, house and yes. and the car. Thank you. Because Thank if. You. Um, And just consider things ahead of time, like you need a plan. The plan is different if everyone's at home when something takes place. But if it takes place during the day, especially if you're a parent with children, you've got kids at school and you're at work, so there's another thing to consider about that different situation.
0: And you're looking at like five to seven days. And you're not looking at two, three-day...
3: Uh, how, how many? What do you think? That's true. The Red Cross actually always used to say 72 hours, but we have expanded that. Mm. And it actually, we want nine to ten days. We suggest oh, wow. actually nine to ten Um, So
2: so one of the things that I brought up a while back was if you have a camper on your truck or you have a camp trailer in your driveway, to me that's an excellent place to have an emergency center. You Mm -hmm. could put not only your kit in there, but those things are usually self-contained. So you might have a, a propane stove. Like in my case, I have a solar collector on the roof so I have a, a ability to recharge the battery. So I've I've made that my center. That's where my food and water are stored is in my camper. It's off the truck, but
3: it's a great idea. I, I personally don't have one, but I have my my camping gear right next to our emergency kit. Nice, because if that has to be my shelter, then mm-hmm. my shelter is there too. So, somebody go on the website for blood because I'm
0: a I'm just a big blood donor person. So, as Red Cross, do you have any announcements? Is is far as some how does it work with the red cross you guys a business can call red cross and you would set it up for a blood drive, or does red cross just automatically have their blood drives how does that work
3: uh no they're they're almost always on on request the okay. the, uh, the the consistent um, facilities are there available all the time for people who want to come in and donate but for a blood drive it's organized and advertised and so on and it's not something that the red cross decides Oh, this place needs a blood drive. Right. It's, it's upon request. And it happens enough that um, there are blood drives that happen all the time. Right.
0: Okay. So. Excellent. Uh, do you have any quick um, fundraisers that are going right now that we could help you with? Or? Well, Just write a my, check.
3: My, my joke is the Red Cross always accepts money. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there, there's not a. a, a Specific fundraiser that's happening at the moment, okay. um, but the Red Cross is able to provide these disaster services through the generosity of the American public.
0: Do they have their own disaster kit somebody can
4: buy already pre done? Yeah, we, we, so
3: yeah. Do? that's on the website. Yes, we do. Yeah, that's okay, on and there too. The
4: Red
1: Cross as well. Oh, okay, great. At the
4: center. Well, it would be a good idea to purchase it from you because that the,
1: any extra would help you out.
3: Thank you. Yes.
1: (laughs) I think, if I may add something, I don't know if it's on the site, knowing first aid is really, really important Mm -hmm. because you can open up that kit and, well, there's some bandages and you may not know how to wrap or you may not know how to use it. And I think getting it is not enough. I think knowing how to use it, what you might need to add to it, and how to administer emergency first aid is uh, something that could help a lot of people when we are serviced our public services and our community services like Red Cross are clearly overwhelmed by major disaster
3: absolutely yeah, okay. we-
0: well Eric thank you give you a hand Woo! it's been wonderful stick around if you have some time alright this is Eric Asalda we'll be back with more after these messages We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Sala, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in.
2: Every
0: single Tuesday. Terry Cooper. Okay. Introduce.
4: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I
0: did. <laughs> Marriage and family therapist, friend, colleague, co-host, Terry Cooper. I'm and excited. And someone
4: who has amazing words
1: to say about trauma. Really appreci- appreciate you very, very looking much. forward to this. So am I, (laughs) because it's really important. Um, I know I didn't get help for the trauma that I experienced for months, and it wasn't Because I was in the business of getting set up, getting moved, you know, uh, from one town to another. I left. And so it was very disorienting, for starters, to be not in your own home. You know, I was homeless for five weeks. And so there can be real disorientation. We may have a lot of people helping us, but it's not our home. It's not your home. It's not when your adrenaline is up. Exactly. You You can't close the door. Every home has a different rule. I was homeless for five weeks. And I spent time in different people's homes, in everybody's home. They had a different rule. The dog can go in your bed. The dog can't come in the house. Wow. You know, my dog, you, know um, you, you, have to, you can't get up before this hour, turn that light off. And all you want to do is go home. Exactly. And there is no, no home, home to go, to go home to. to. And so I really f- wound up uh, having a kind of therapy called EMDR, high movement desensitization retraining. Say that five times fast, and you'll be <laughs> an automatic therapist. You don't even have to go to school. EMDR. <laughs> EMDR, yes. Um, and so I finally went and, and had that, and I, I'll explain what that is in, in a little bit, uh, to get over the trauma because I found when I went, I was on the second floor. During it and and the building collapsed, so I had to be rescued by a a, over the balcony, and it was it was pretty terrifying. However, I quickly shifted into survival mode, and what happens when there is a trauma psychologically? In that moment, we shift into survival. That reptilian brain, that amygdala, and we shift into that part of the brain that goes into Fight, flight, or freeze. And I think I experienced all of that. The first temptation uh, in an earthquake, and that's really what I'm going to speak to, although there are fires. Obviously, in a fire, you need to get out. But there's a little difference sometimes in earthquakes because a lot of people can get injured when they run out of a building and there is falling masonry and collapsing buildings and things that were pots and things that were falling from high above them. And so sometimes it is. Necessary to, uh, to uh, what is it? Stop and drop and cover and and, uh, hold and hold in place until you know that it's safe and until the shaking has calmed down. It's better to stay in a place that you know you're not going to have large objects hitting you. And we just had some shaking just a few weeks ago. Yes, we surely did. We surely did. And. Um, It was interesting, uh, because during the the heavy shaking, I was at the um, music academy, Mm -hmm. and we were watching these chandeliers swinging back and forth, and I was so surprised that nobody moved. Everyone just kind of went... Oh, look at that. You know, and I didn't know whether I was living in a well sedated town <laughs> or they had, That was really good. That people uh, or, didn't respect. Stepford, I don't know. Or they had not had enough trauma to mm-hmm. know that you've got to duck and cover. Nobody Mm -hmm. really, you know, moved. Mm -hmm. And so they did have us go outside, but um, it's interesting because you don't know what your reaction is going to be. And if you freeze, I think it's a good idea as it it dovetails perfectly with what Eric was saying about preparing. If you are in a state where you are not thinking, Mm -hmm. you're not in your prefrontal cortex, you're not logical, you're either wanting to flee, or you're frozen, then you have got to have things in place that you have practiced with, that you are comfortable with, so you can go on automatic.
4: I forgot about that. Part of the plan
1: is that you have to practice. You have to practice, because if you don't practice, then when you're in that state of survival, it's not going to kick in. Right. I can remember that I was just feeling i was okay and yet i was shaking so hard i couldn't get a hold of any piece of clothing to put it on wow that's how heavily my body had reacted to the adrenaline rush
4: and and you're a professional so people should realize just cuz you've been trained yeah. doesn't mean that you won't your body won't
1: react that to the trauma that your body reacts to that absolutely yeah. so um, I wanted to talk to you about the stages, I think, that we go through when we have a trauma. The first one is during the trauma, and I've talked about that with that survival mechanism. Um, After that, you may wind up thinking that you're just fine. You've survived it. You're uh, rebuilding the house, or you're um, finding a new place to stay, and things are trying to get back to normal. But you may notice that you're having symptoms, symptoms that you may not even connect with the trauma. And this is post-trauma, and it can turn into a post-traumatic stress disorder. So the kind of things that you want to look for in terms of your behaviors would be um, irritability, sleeplessness, or nightmares, um, feeling like you either need to avoid thinking or talking at all about it, or you are uh, hypervigilant, catastrophizing, uh, and so you are doing um, things that reflect the trauma that you're going through. There can be behavior changes and mood swings, and um, do I have a a couple minutes after the break, or is this it for me right here? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely, which? (laughs) More time. Oh, more time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then I will um, continue after the break. All
0: righty, oh, excelente. Let's take a little break. It's Erica Salda, the Queen of Tea. We'll be back with more after these new messages. We're back and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single
3: Tuesday, okay,
0: we're going to continue on with Terry Cooper, but she's going to also tell us at the same time when, where else can you find us, and what are other do you do you remember or no, huh? Because you haven't been here in such I a long when time. I had
1: for <laughs> breakfast, do you think I remember <laughs> when the show is? Okay, so I do watch every single episode, every single week. <laughs> huh. I watch it, I look at it, I touch it, I just really experience it. See, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: so. We are Tuesday morning, of course, like right now.
1: Tuesday well, night,
0: yeah. Tuesday night, uh, eleven o'clock. Sunday at six. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome. I actually listened to a Sunday at six a couple of weeks ago. It's actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, Terry I caught a, eleven
4: p.m. on Tuesday. Which yeah. day is the three Yeah.
1: Monday. And Monday at 3 a.m. I'll meet you in the kitchen for a piece of pie and teen sports radio. It's probably like low, low, I
0: don't know, Gelson's pie, some kind of pie. I don't, doesn't look like you're having a slice of pie in probably like three months. Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) No no more pie for you. Okay, so let's... Terry was saying during the break that the the problem with PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome,
1: is that it can become permanent. Yeah, it can become endogenous. It's long-term. If you don't take care of it, you tuck it away somewhere and you think you're functioning and it comes out in catastrophic thinking, in irritability, in fear, um, in uh, eating disorders. There are all kinds of ways that we, in a non-healthy way, try to compensate because we're not focused on the reality. And so there are ways to treat uh, PTSD and it is recommended. The best treatment modalities recommend both a mental health professional and medication. And That's the medication awesome. would be SSRIs which are serotonin reu- selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Uh, and um, the various different kinds of modalities are cognitive behavioral therapy and that really Structures on the meaning of the trauma and it centers on the treatment and focuses on understanding and thinking patterns, thinking, the cognitive. My recommendation for all things traumatic is uh, the new, relatively new energy field therapy. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah. you do some of that work. I do trauma work. How, how can work, yeah. people reach you? They can reach me by calling my office number, 805. Get your pens and papers, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> 805-682-3025. I take Blue Cross Insurance, and I can help you Woohoo! to feel the best you've ever felt.
0: Nice. <laughs> I love that. Whoa, we're not even going to take a break. We've got to move right on in to Ed Langlow. Talk to me, Ed.
2: Okay, thank you. So, If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teenagers in the studio as well as those listening on the radio. This week's topic on If Only I'd Known is the advantages of being young. If Only I'd Known the advantages of being young when I was. When I was in the first grade... I couldn't wait to get into the 5th grade because I thought 5th graders were just the coolest and toughest guys. I couldn't wait to be a 5th grader. Now, once I was in the 5th grade, I thought, well, this is nothing. I, I have to be 16 years old so I can get a driver's license. That's really cool. Once I had a driver's license, I thought, yeah, I can cruise down State Street to where the nightclubs are, but I can't get in because I'm only 16, I got to be 21. I can't wait till I'm 21 so I can go in the nightclubs. That's really cool. Then, when I was 21, I moved away from home. I got my first inkling of reality. You mean you have to buy toothpaste? I guess mom and dad always bought it, so I never really thought about it. And toilet paper, too? (laughs) You can't lose that job because you got to pay the rent and you might get evicted. And then, who'd buy the toilet paper? I wanted to get a job in the engineering department. It paid a lot more than I was making, but I didn't pay attention in math class. So I decided to go back to school. Are you kidding me right now? A math book is 75 bucks? And now I have to go to night school because I have to keep my day job? There's an old saying, and I used to have this taped to the inside of a kitchen cabinet at my house. Happiness is wanting what you have, not having what you want. When you're in high school, the books are free. You don't have to pay the teachers. Everything is just handed to you on a silver platter. And I just didn't get that. When you're young, the ability to learn is just better. You don't have all these old habits in your head, and it's, it's easier to learn. Think about it. When you're between two and four years old, you become proficient in the English language. Try and do that when you're 35 years old. I got news for you. It's not going to happen. <laughs> And the level of responsibility when you're young is really pretty low, so enjoy that. Take advantage of the benefits of being young while you are. Enjoy the mild responsibilities, play sports while you can, and learn as much as you can. Promise you this, your entire life will be much better for doing it. Tune in next week when the topic will be the critical path method, a plan for your life.
0: Woo. Nice. I love it. I love that. (laughs) Thank you, Ed. It's like, you know, have you ever watched The Waltons?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. When the guy always spoke before, you know, and did a little narration so is that like you bring me back to that because oh. you got the rocking voice, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I don't really care what you talk about. Actually, I'm just like, huh, like you know, it's like story time. Ed's talking story time. So, so anybody
2: out there listening that has voiceover opportunities, you know, uh, sit. Oh, <laughs>
0: you never know. He's <laughs> right. You're looking at oh, him. Yeah? Excuse the producer. All right. <laughs> Everybody's looking for a commercial. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm gonna pass the. Um, what do you call Okay that's a fiddle And what's that The thing that you Is that a it's special
2: bow, bow Oh yeah. bow
0: and a fiddle Should have known Okay so You got This is a beautiful I'm gonna take a picture of you I'm gonna make you famous Okay Because okay. it's really adorable It got the hair going Just like the whole thing You didn't bring us any cookies But that's okay Because uh, <laughs> I, I tell everybody like, Oh we get free cookies No The falafels were Oh my god Where are you working at again Where's the name of the
5: place Fala Bar Nice It's in the public market
0: It's really good Terry
5: Cooper Have you been there To the falafels Bar. Fala Bar. Fala? It's, I think, probably Santa Barbara's second vegan organic oh, it's restaurant. Vegan.
1: It's vegan. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, there's another one like that. Isn't there green something? Green
5: Table. Green yeah.
1: Table, yes. Yes. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Awesome. So, what are you going to do for us? Well, before I um, bring the the fiddle into it, um, I would like to talk briefly um, about what what Ed was referring to, um, and also um, the the post traumatic stress aspect of things, and how um, one can approach that from a standpoint of natural health. Um, so, appreciating where we are in life is extraordinarily important wherever we are, because we never know when things can change. Um, Personally, um, growing up, I had the same exact mentality that Ed just described. Constantly, always, you know, waiting to get to the next age marker so some new opportunity would come my way. Um, and, you know, in college, taking advantage of, of certain social opportunities that um, I wasn't, I didn't entirely think through very carefully. Um, and I ended up with, with a lot of health issues that, that I then had to, um, to deal with and correct. And one of the most important things that I learned, um, in addition to taking probiotics every time you take antibiotics, um, is that stress management is absolutely critical because um, we get so stressed by every single thing that that comes our way in, in, in school college expectations that parents and other people around us might have for us um, and there are natural things that one can do one can certainly you know go see your doctor or, or someone who's licensed to prescribe SSRIs or, or what have you um, but there might also be be natural alternatives as well Um Sometimes L theanine, which is found in green tea, works very well for, for calming the nerves. Um, if anxiety is caused by self talk in your head, you have that constant little voice that's always talking. Um, there's a supplement called lithium orotate that really helps to target that voice and quiet it down. Um, there's GABA, which is gamma aminobutyric acid, which is incredible for calming the system. There's 5 HTP, which is an isolated form of tryptophan, it's hydroxytryptophan, um, which is also extremely helpful for. Calming Calming the nerves and reducing anxiety. One can also take lavender. I like to put it in little capsules. Um, the therapeutic grade lavender oil, I'll put it in empty gel caps and swallow that, and I just stay completely blissed out. All day, so it's really just an incredible way for for monitoring um, anxiety. Now, in terms of PTSD, um, in in natural medicine, we use homeopathy, which targets um, emotionals and helps to lift certain uh, emotional issues that have been um, severely suppressed or buried, and it helps to retrain neural pathways. Um, in the direction that we want to go. Um, for something like PTSD, if one is really jumpy, one might take arsenicum album or aconite. If one is plagued by, by bad dreams and nightmares, they might take something called stromonium. Um, and you can take those at varying frequencies, depending on what your situation is, your background, and those can help to lift those issues.
1: These all sound wonderful, and I'm regretting that I didn't quickly take a list of these. So is it, do you have a list of these anywhere? And since you're talking about health, I'm assuming that you have some way people can find this out from you, or do you have any place where these are listed? Or do you have a place in town where we can get this kind of information, either Lassen's or whatever,
5: you know? Um, for For... So all of these these specific things, like homeopathics, for right. instance, are available in almost every natural health store you could think Yeah, but think you have of. to
1: know what to get. You just listed right, a bunch of right. symptoms and, and, and things right, for exactly. them. And, you know,
5: and they, yeah. every homeopathic is very, very specific to the individual. So it's so important to work with someone who understands homeopathy and has a well-rounded knowledge of homeopathic medicine you and You might how just have works. stumbled
0: onto a little business here at Santa Barbara, because <laughs> you know, we all know you don't have
5: any friends. I already have one and a website. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, nice. And people can certainly contact me for this information. Yeah, what's the key- website key- is physicalanthropology.com, and it's P-H-Y-S-I-K-A-L, anthropology.com, all one word. Um, and information for how to contact me and certain services offered specifically having to do with homeopathy and nutrition are all available there, nice. including some fun videos. And what's your phone number, just for the heck of it? Eight six zero Connecticut area code five six zero six eight nine nine. Okay, eight six zero five six zero six eight
0: nine nine. I love that. Oh, guess what? More commercials. We'll be back with more after these messages. Bravo! We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in
2: every single Tuesday. All right,
0: so we have a couple of minutes left, so I, you can't not take that bow and bang it up against that um, fiddle. Okay. And, and if and, and I know it's going to be really exciting to everybody who's listening, so if we wanted to see you in person, where could we go?
5: You can hear me play every single week at Sunday um, between probably around 4.30 and 7 at Dargan's um, Irish Pub on Ortega. They
1: have good food at Dargan's, too. Yeah. I think we
5: should all just show up this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, come down, hear it. A lot of a lot of great Let's musicians go. there. All right, just knock something out. Here. Um, here so I play traditional Irish music. Traditional Irish tunes have very strange names, like the cow that ate the blanket, or I buried my wife and danced on her grave. <laughs> um, so I'm going to play one called uh, Jenny's Welcome to Charlie, and uh, I'll leave it up to your imagination exactly what type of welcome that was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: What, do you time, what time do you play? Uh, between
5: 4.30 and 7. Nice. So you with a group or just by yeah, yourself? Yeah, it's just a just group that yeah. just sort of informally gathers. We sit in a circle, play a lot of different instruments, nice. all traditional. Yeah. All right. I
0: think we should make this a team sports radio thing this Sunday. What do you think? Yay. <laughs> yeah, go with the
4: garden.
0: Exactly. Well, I, do, you, do you sing? Do you dance, Terry? I, I know you I do stand-up. I
1: know you do that. I stand-up. I sit down. I bend. <laughs> it's good. doing this better than I do. Yes. <laughs> It was wonderful to be on again, and you've had such a stellar group of people, every single one of them, and you should be here. These people are really pretty, every single one of them. <laughs> we ladies are having a fine time here.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Sam, I kind of blocked you out today, but that's okay, because you just sat, and you just, you know, absorbed it all. Now, you know all about homeopathics. Your mom, I know her really well, and that's <laughs> in the quantum, and get her and there. We wanted to talk about 5G. We're going to be talking about 5G uh, next week. Right. We're doing the 5G conversation next week. That's why I brought her out here, but we ran out of time, so I just want to wish Santa Barbara the best. Um, Ed, you got anything for the elk? We only got like a couple of seconds.
2: Uh, in two weeks, uh, I'm inviting the exalted ruler to nice. come out and, and speak, and we'll give a presentation
0: the on Donald the is coming. The yeah, no, funny. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's very funny. We'll leave it on that. Santa Barbara, make somebody happy today. God bless you. See you next week. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>